0: You are listening to The Feast Podcast from the Light of Jesus family. We share heartfelt and inspirational messages for you to reflect on and pray about. May this message help you to face challenges, follow your dreams, and open yourself to God's unlimited blessing. As we pray in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Today I receive all of God's love for me. Today I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today, I open myself to God's blessings, healing and miracles. Today, I open myself to God's word so that I become more like Jesus every day. Today, I say this, say this. Today, I proclaim that I'm God's beloved. I'm God's servant. I'm God's powerful champion. And because I am blessed, I am blessing the world in Jesus name. Amen. And amen. Father, have your way in us today. And allow us, Lord, to reach more people because the world needs to hear your message. The world needs to hear the good news. The world needs to hear that there is hope. And if you will use us to be instruments of giving hope to people, then have your way in us, O Lord God. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. We're going to talk about Jesus walking on water. And and this is one of my most favorite stories. I'll explain to you why. Because while studying this, I came to a realization that there is more to what we're reading. And later at the end, I'll share that with you. And I hope it just sparks something in you, and that it will just ignite and allow you to burn for Jesus. Okay, we're going to talk about the the the, the Jesus, um, Jesus and Peter walking on water. Our one big message for today is simple. Just like what Jesus did to Peter, God will rescue you. <laughs> Can you say that? God will rescue you. Can you type that in the chat box? God, declare it. God will rescue me. I know some of you are watching and you need to be rescued. Some of you are watching and you need help. Some of you may be feeling the effects of COVID-19 already. Some of you may be sick. But I want you to type it there. If you have the strength, God will rescue me. And if you don't have the strength, just declare it, whisper it, or just shout it out God will rescue me. God will rescue me. I'm going to share with you five messages. And I hope and pray that after this talk, we will have the faith that will be able to allow us to walk on water. All right? Now, Message number one, I'll go straight into the talk. Message number one, God wants a one-to-one with you. God wants to encounter you and wants you to encounter him one on one. Let's read from Matthew 14, verse 22. Let's read, immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and crossed to the other side of the lake while he sent the people home. They just came from a rally. They just came from feeding 5,000 men plus the women and children, about 12,000 people. After sending them home, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. Night fell while he was there alone. I want you to take note of the verses that we just read. It says, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat. What was Jesus saying? What did Jesus do? After the miracle, when everyone has eaten and everyone has seen the miracle of the multiplication of the loaves and the fish, Jesus said, okay, time to regroup. Okay, time to pull back. Get into the boat. He insisted. Why he insist? Why did Jesus insist? There was some some urgency into what he was asking his apostles, his disciples to do. He he sent the people home, all right. And um, after sending them home, he went up into the hills to pray. He was showing his disciples the importance of going into a, to a, an out-of-the-way place and pray, and focus, and try to debrief, if you can call that. In modern times, we call it debrief. After an event, there was an evaluation, and they had to debrief. And part of the debriefing process is for them to stop and focus, stop and reconnect. You have to understand that when the 12,000 people saw the miracle, okay, they were so astonished and they wanted to make Jesus their military king. They were ready. <laughs> they were ready to go into the streets and 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 shoulder to shoulder hawakamai and they were ready to sing because they wanted to make Jesus king. And before the disciples were were brainwashed and affected. And before the victory and all those uh, um, proddings and pleadings, and then and, and people talking to them about G- making Jesus their military king, Jesus said, come on, let's pull out, let's pull out, let's pull back, going to the boat, okay? Because it's good to listen to people, but at a certain point in your decision-making, brothers and sisters you have to stop listening to the crowd you have to stop listening to the crowd the crowds were saying make jesus king he's he he is worthy to be our king our military king and we have been waiting for him and and but that was not jesus's way because if you're in them if you're about to make a decision right now it's good to listen to people but at the end of the day it's between you and god you need to, to stop listening to them and start listening to what God is saying. Lesson number two, message number two. God will allow you to enter storms. Okay? Um, God will allow you to enter storms. Okay. so So they got into the boat. <laughs> they got into the boat. And Jesus said, "Come to the boat. Come with me to the boat. Let's go to the other side." And the disciples did not know that they were going to meet. They were going. They were going to encounter a storm. Jesus told his disciples, "Come with me to the other side." Jesus allowed his disciples to come with him, and then this. Here's what I think. Jesus will allow you to enter storms because Jesus is constantly stretching you and teaching you lessons and they encounter the storm. Okay. Now, following Jesus isn't about avoiding problems. It's about restoring and transforming them and allowing it to transform you. Jesus knew that there was going to be a storm, and yet he still asked his disciples to get in the boat and go with him to the other side. What was Jesus thinking? Jesus was training the disciples that they should not pray or ask for an easy life, but they should have and pray for a meaningful one. And this is God's message for you today. Don't pray for an easy life. Pray for a meaningful one. You will, you will, God will allow you to go through tests. And instead of asking God to stop the tests, because it will not. Scripture says that in this life, you will have troubles. But don't stop there because Jesus said, but have faith in me, for I have conquered the world. So Jesus was telling them, don't pray for an easy life. It's not going to be easy, but it can be a meaningful one where you can learn lessons. It can be a meaningful one so that you can you can grow from there. Am I making sense? Am I making sense? So pray for a meaningful one. Type in the chat box, I want a meaningful life. I want a meaningful life. Come on. Come on. Remember the algorithms, okay? And this is your duty. You cannot just stay in your homes, just watch and not do anything, okay? This is equivalent to raising of hands and clapping your hands when you hear something that's good. Declare that. I want a meaningful life. Message number three, God's timing is perfect. You know what? God is never early, and God is never late. He is always on time. His timing is perfect. Let's, let's read verse 23 to 24. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble, far away from land, for a strong wind had risen, and they were fighting heavy waves. You know what? I've been to the Sea of Galilee, and, and, and true enough, you know, it's, there's something with that in, in that sea. Um one one moment it was the sun was shining and 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 the next moment it's it's raining like there's a storm and and i was able to experience that when i had the the privilege of going to the holy land okay so they were fighting heavy waves about three o'clock in the morning jesus came toward them walking on the water jesus was praying and they were on the boat going to the other side but what did jesus do jesus met them and jesus was walking on water they were having a trouble trouble they were in trouble scripture says um but but jesus came okay it says uh in the the original translation uh of the verses that we just read it says that jesus came at the fourth watch of the night they divided the night into four parts the first watch is six to nine p.m second watch is nine to twelve p.m a.m Third watch is uh, 12 a.m. to 3 a.m. Fourth watch is 3 to 6. That's that's about the time that Jesus appeared. He was just right on time. The disciples were having trouble. The disciples were battling heavy waves. You know, I can I can almost hear the the the, the waves crashing on their boat. But Jesus came at the right time. Again, Jesus is never late. Jesus is never early. He's always right on time. Think of the many times in your life that Jesus came to the rescue. And because of this, you, you were led to make a comment. Wow, just in the nick of time. I, I learned from someone that God is the 1159 God. <laughs> God is the 1159 God. He's always right on time. If you're going through something right now, and if you're waiting for something, you're waiting for God to move, you're waiting for a miracle to happen, I need you to trust him. I need you to trust that God will show up at the right time. Yes, you heard me right. God will show up at the right time. Better believe that because that's for real. Message number four, what is God telling his disciples? What is God telling us? What is Ma- What was Matthew trying to convey to us readers? Message number four in the story, God is still in charge. <laughs> yes, in case you haven't noticed, God is still in charge. Genesis chapter 1, verse 2, we read, And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Meaning God controls the waters. He made them. And God is in control. And when Jesus asked his disciples to get on the boat, he knew that they were going to meet and they were going to encounter a storm. But God is in control. Because Jesus is Lord over chaos. The the illustration of water it means that we're in a territory that we cannot control. We're not we're not comfortable with water. It's 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 uh, it's a different. It's it's out of our comfort zone because we cannot control because that's not our natural habitat, and it's it's natural for us to be uncomfortable in water because that's not our that's not where we got used to where we're, we're uh human beings and we live on land and water is not familiar to us but jesus is lord over that jesus is lord over chaos what is chaos chaos is not knowing what's going to happen chaos is not being able to control the conditions especially when they were crossing Suddenly the wind blew. Suddenly the waves started to to crash on on their on their, uh, on their uh, yacht. <laughs> but Jesus is Lord over chaos. Let's read Matthew verse for chapter fourteen, verse twenty six to twenty seven. When the disciples saw him walking on the water, so so it was wavy, it was raining, and it was dark, three a.m. You could hear the howling of the wind when the disciples saw him walking on the water, they were terrified. How could someone walk on water? It was 3 a.m. Oh no! Um, in their fear, they cried out, It's a ghost! It is a ghost. But Jesus spoke to them at once, Jesus, right on time, spoke to them at once, Don't be afraid, he said, Take courage. I am here. And they were familiar with the voice of Jesus and they heard the voice of Jesus and Jesus was assuring them that he was there that there's nothing to fear because Jesus was there. Many times in our problems when we're panicking, when we're thinking that it's that it's going to be our doom, when we're losing hope, when we're desperate, That is a time that we will hear Jesus speak to our hearts and say, do not be afraid, I am here. Do not be afraid, I am here. They said that the words do not be afraid was spoken more than 365 times in the Bible. If I'm not mistaken, 366. And that is proof and that is Jesus' encouragement to us that we have a do not be afraid for every day. For every single day, we can declare that we will not be afraid because Jesus is with us. But here's something funny that's going to happen. <laughs> okay, let's continue. Then Peter called to him. Okay, Peter, um, impulsive and he called to him lord if it's really you tell me to come to you walking on the water <laughs> you know i can i can imagine what's going on in peter's mind jesus <laughs> maybe it's not jesus maybe it's a real ghost pretending to be jesus so he said uh, lord if you're if if you're jesus tell me to go there tell me to go there walk on water and then jesus said to peter uh yes come So Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on the water toward Jesus. Walked on the water toward Jesus. How many times have we asked Jesus, Jesus, are you really there? Knock, knock. Knock, knock. Who's there? Statue. Peter said, Jesus, statue. (laughs) Okay. Okay, you can you can type in, ha, 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 okay? Just laugh, <laughs> all right? Um, Jesus, Jesus said, come, and Peter went, and he was able to walk on water, okay? But when he saw the strong wind and the waves, how can you see the strong wind? It must be too strong that you can actually see it. And the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Save me, Lord. He shouted, "Save me, Lord!" He shouted. They said that this is uh, the shortest verse in the Bible. Um, of course, uh, no, the shortest verse is two verses. Jesus wept, and and the shortest prayer is what the prayer that Peter uh, um, blurted out: "Save me, save me. Do you need to be saved?" You can call on Jesus and tell him, Save me. Okay. Let us let us I'll, I'll try to explain what happened here. So Peter was walking on the water. And 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 maybe he was excited. You know, look, Ma, no hands. And he was walking on water. Okay, so so when Jesus said, Yes, come, so Peter was immediately filled with faith. And his faith enabled him to walk on water. But while on his way to Jesus, Peter got distracted. Peter suddenly saw the wind and the waves. And Peter was still seeing Jesus, but Peter allowed the winds and the waves to come between him and Jesus. And what happened? Fear started to creep in. Fear started to question. Fear started to challenge what was happening at that time. Friends, if you know that Jesus is asking you to go on water, to walk on water, if you know and you feel that Jesus is asking you to to take that step of faith, you have a choice. You can look at the wind and the waves around you, or you can look at Jesus who's in front of you. Be careful who you give your awe to. I mean awe, A-W-E, because fear, our surroundings, our environment, they're all fighting to get our awe. Be careful who you give your awe to. And Peter gave his awe to the winds, and he sank. Are you sinking? Keep your eyes open on Jesus. Just keep your eyes on Jesus and and, and trust that he will save you. I know I'm saying this repeatedly because I know that I'm talking to someone here. Someone out there needs to hear this message. Are you sinking right now? Keep your eyes on Jesus. There is hope. Keep your eyes on Jesus. He will save you. He will lift you up. Message number five. Even if Peter was beginning to sink, Jesus held out his hand and rescued Peter. Message number five, God will still rescue you. God will still rescue you. You might wonder, maybe, you know, Jesus did not call Peter. And then when Peter sank, Jesus did not walk past him and got into the boat. And Jesus did not say, that's what happens when you don't have faith. Okay? Um, and, and, and many times we get this story uh, from a different perspective, but I want to offer you a, new, a, a different perspective right now. That maybe Matthew, just maybe, Matthew wrote this story this way so that the messaging will be such, okay? It's it's not about how strong our faith should be. Matthew, maybe, okay, this is me. Matthew, maybe, was not sharing this story so that we can see how faithless Peter was. But Matthew was sharing this story to show how strong God's love for us already is. You know, we grew up. We grew up, I grew up uh, in an environment where I, I constantly need to perform. I need to do this. I need to do that. If you don't do this, you will go to hell. If you don't do this, you will not go to heaven. And, and the focus is on what I should do, on how strong my faith should be. But I think the message, Matthew's message is, is about how, 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 how strong God's love is for you and for me that that it's so strong that we cannot do anything that will make God unlove us or God love us less and we cannot do anything for God to love us more because God has already given us his all and that's what we celebrated last easter the resurrection of jesus now now again i'll say that before you make this story this passage about about how we should behave let us First, and read it as a passage about how God behaves, how God loves us. And God will rescue you. That's the message. I'm going to land this now. God will rescue you. Let's continue. Verse 31. Jesus immediately, immediately. Jesus' hands are not too short and his ears not too dull to hear you, not too short to save you jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him you have so little faith jesus said why did you doubt me maybe some of you watching right now maybe some of you are praying and maybe jesus is saying oh you have little faith why did you doubt me why did you doubt me two things friends god will still rescue you even if you lack faith again it's not about how big our faith should be but the stories to tell us about how big god's love for us is already god will rescue you even when you lack faith god knows don't you think jesus didn't you know don't you think jesus knew that peter was going to sink He's God, and yet he called Peter. And I just wonder how much Peter trusted Jesus after that incident. Even the ability, brothers and sisters, even the ability to trust God is a gift from God. And I believe that that night, Jesus gave Peter that gift gave Peter that gift. Every time Peter would pray and Peter would doubt, I'm sure he'll remember about Jesus's words. Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt me? That if you did not doubt me, you could have walked on water, okay? Number two, God will rescue you still when you fail him. Don't you think that God knows that you're gonna fail? (laughs) We're all failures. Romans says that all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. But scripture also says that God does not rejoice over the destruction of his people. And God will save you. God will rescue you even if you fail him. Because in my journey, in my walk with Jesus, one thing I've learned is that faith is a relationship. You need to nurture it to make it grow. You need to take care of it and preserve it and, and, and give it a chance, give it time to grow. You don't get so faith, filled with faith in one night. You're allowed to grow. And these experiences, that's why I say go back to your past experiences and see that when you prayed, Jesus delivered you. Pretty much like the Israelites, when they prayed that they would be saved from the Pharaoh, (laughs) what did Jesus do? What did God do? Through Moses, He divided the sea so that the people can cross. God is still able to divide the Red Sea to prepare you to cross. To the other side i say that again god is still able to part your red sea of problems so that you'll be able to survive them and cross to the other side in the time of the pandemic god is saying it time is rough time is hard times are hard it's tough right now it may be painful but god is able And he will. Faith is a journey. And again, it will take time for your faith to grow up. Friends, you know what? God knows you will sink. (laughs) God knows you will fail because we all are. We're not perfect. But when that happens, God will rescue you. God will rescue you. And here's my last message. And listen to this. I need you to be with me 100%. Okay. So, I, 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 you know, let's, let's imagine. So, Jesus was far away from the boat. Okay. Listen to this. This will change your life, guys. Peter was in the boat, Jesus was far away. Okay. And Peter said, Jesus, if that's you, call me ask me tell me to go to you and let me walk on water and Peter did Peter was able to walk on water maybe a few steps and then he began to sink and Jesus when Peter said save me Jesus went there and grabbed his hand okay so imagine so I at this point Jesus must still be on water grabbed his hand pulled him up but jesus was far from the boat and they went back to the boat how did you think they went back to the boat did jesus swim it does not say did jesus carry peter it does not say but here's what i believe that jesus grabbed peter's hand and jesus walked with peter on the water back to the boat and maybe some of you are saying god save me god save me from the pandemic god save me from what's happening around me you had the faith like peter but you focused on the waves and you saw the wind you felt the wind and you feared and you sank but jesus today Is grabbing your hand so that you can still walk on water back to the boat. And that's the good news. I want to lead you in prayer. And I want you to join me as we say, Jesus, save us. Jesus, we don't know what's happening, but save us. And let Jesus grab your hand and let Jesus hold your hand as you walk back to the boat, as you walk on the water, back to safety. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Put your hands over your chest as a sign that, 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 that you're, you're praying with all your heart. Oh Jesus. Jesus, save me. Jesus, save me. We had times when we had so much faith that we will we are ready to weather any kind of storm. We had faith and we had strong faith. But because of the pain, because of the constant beating around us, we 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 lost focus and we did not focus on your love for us, but we focused on our Incapability to to be faithful to you we failed you we sank lord god and today we say save us as we reach out our hand to allow you to grab our hands lord god and the lord we just want to be clear it's you who grabbed our hands because because if we try to grab yours we will still fail but But our hands are feeble, our hands are frail, but your hands are strong. Grab our hands, Lord God, and walk with us and hold our hand and allow us to walk on water back to the boat. We will overcome because you will rescue us. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Light of Jesus family. For more messages like these, visit lightfam.com and click on Feast Teachings.